is back, ladies and gentlemen. Brand new season, brand new dawn for Formula One. Lights out and away we go. Welcome to the F1 Underground Podcast, a brand new podcast from the Underground Network focusing on all things Formula One. My name is Casey and I am your host along with my guest, Owen. <clears throat> Today we're going to take some time to talk about our thoughts on the new season of Drive to Survive, the iconic F1 intro for 2023 that gave us the George Russell meme, and the Bahrain GP recap, and also a quick look into next week. Um, so I guess let's get started. <laughs> very, 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 very quick look. Yeah, very quick look. We have it's really, ru- it's really, I'm really upset that they, you start out with your one race and then you have to wait two weeks again until, until the next race. Oh it's, yeah. I also agree. It's, it's like a tease. And it's like, well, it- and I saw, I saw something too. I think with Indy, they're in the same boat. Apparently it was like a meme today, that Jake Gyllenhaal one where he like goes into the, into the, oh, into yes. the fog yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was like. Indy when it comes back for a first like exciting race and it disappears for a month. I was like a it, month. A month. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's brutal. Right. <laughs> oh my god. I think that we is... have two weeks and because there was supposed to be a week with Jap- with China that they canceled, but yeah, because let's see. Uh, the schedule. Uh Saudi Arabia next round. Uh Testing. Oh, that's testing. Uh, we already watched that. Round two up next, March seventeenth and nineteenth. So yeah, we yeah. have we have this weekend upcoming, and next the following weekend is race weekend. Yes, but we'll get to that. We will um, get to that. First up, we'll touch back on. It's kind of like a weekly recap, like news within the F one world. Kind of not. Um, first, drive to survive season five. Yes, it's back. I, off of first thought, it's not my favorite season. Definitely not my favorite season. No, definitely not my favorite season either. No, um, they missed on a lot of things, which I'll touch on. But um, it did give some, obviously, iconic moments as well. Um, I do like how they started off the first, ep- like literally the first episode of 2021 with that whole debacle. I like how they just brought it back, reminded oh, yeah, all the Lewis Hamilton their- fans what happened. <laughs> That is their golden item right there. That's like their golden egg in terms of drama in the F1 world. They're like, we – and I I will say compared to last season, this season definitely – or I guess two seasons ago in the F1 racing calendar, last season on Drive to Survive had so much more drama than this season did. So it's like I really – Netflix definitely was like, we got to bring this back just to like oh, remind yeah. people. But then they don't really touch on like Lewis and no. Max until the second to last episode. And yeah. even then, that's just like, hey, Hamilton's behind you, Max, by the way. And it's like, that's it. It's like, it the ha- well, I mean, Mercedes was like not there for half the season. No, so. no you are right. <laughs> so they were like, okay. They like brought it back. I feel like they could have kept it going, but then obviously needed to drop it um some other favorite moments obviously that team principal meeting i know we talked about it last week but there's no way that was scripted at all no way um every time it comes up it's like the new 
I don't know, like new, like iconic meme in that form. It's just, I feel like it's gonna be brought up all the time. <laughs> it's yeah, people are gonna be talking about it all the time and everything. And I mean, it's uh, yeah, like we said, there's no way that was scripted. There no. was, th there's no way that Netflix like plugged any sort of things in there that weren't really in there. But yeah, I mean, that was that was one of the key moments for me. Uh, I wanna I wanna talk about the absolute bromance opening of Gunther Steiner and Oh my god <laughs> Matteo Benito or whatever the hell his name is. It's, it'll be like a buddy cop movie with them. I, so I was cracking up when they opened up with that. And I honestly I can't remember if we talked about this last week, but mm -mm. it I don't think there's been an, ever been a better opening to it. No, to it a was season you to survive. Like, imagine that's the first ever episode, season that you watched. Oh, like, yeah. That's, I mean, like, how last year I did it, you judged me. How I went backwards, I watched season four, then three, then two, then one. Like, if that was the first thing you ever watched, you'd be like, is this a serious sport? You'd be like, no. No. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Not serious. <laughs> not at all. It, no, but I think, I think that, that short clip of it, of opening up that way, also kind of set the tone for the season because the one thing I also did like and we had kind of talked about this off you know off a recording mm -hmm. but they the show did a much better job this year of showcasing all the drivers as friends yeah and definitely having like a mutual respect for one another <clears throat> and I personally I liked seeing that so much more than just thinking like all the drivers are angry and and hate each other because yeah I think back to swimming where it's like, all right, I have these people that I swim against, whether they're all my teammates, whether they're my teammates or not. And I think about it. I'm like, yes, I want to beat you, but I do have a respect for you and I am friendly with you. So it's like seeing the drivers that way yeah, makes them feel so much more personable to me. And it's like, you're not just a, you're not just a robot that's only consumed about, you know, I'm going to win this race and kind of like screw everybody else. So I definitely, I really like that. But there were also some key things that I think they were missing. Um, oh, yeah. But to back off what you were saying, like, the epi like for the first episode, I think it's the first episode, with Haas and everything. and Or, no, the episode about Haas and Mick Schumacher and stuff. Hearing yeah. Max talk about Mick Schumacher like that, I was like, Max? Yeah. <laughs> kind of like you. <laughs> it's it, it goes a long way. When you show yeah. that, like I said, when you show that these people aren't, these drivers aren't just robots looking to win. Like, you show that, like... Especially Max. I feel like if you don't oh, watch yeah. the show and you watch just the races every week, you're just thinking he's just someone who's winning all the time. Like, that's all. His whole personality. Yeah. And that's... I'm yeah, happy that's, he was back. That's the only thing that he cares about and everything when that's not true. But, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm happy they showed that. I'm upset. I'm upset they barely covered Vettel's retirement. Oh, I'm I know so it, pissed I didn't cover that at all. I know it kind of came out of the blue and it wasn't like a major, like it was a major story, but like not super, super important or anything. But like he's a driver, he's retiring. That is a big thing to yeah. talk about. And and it's just like the only, the only kind of covering they did was – with Perez when he found out. Yeah, it was Perez's interview and he was like, Oh, Seb has an Instagram? Like, yeah, what's the video? And it's the <laughs> one video of Veto announcing his retirement. And he's like, Oh, 
and then they I mean, go his on to the next was everyone's reaction so <laughs> yeah and that's and that's fair like i get it like but if still. it pops up in the middle of the season like that like you're not going to be like oh my gosh but yeah they definitely could have done a well, much better job of covering that they also touched on it when they the whole episode with alonzo and stuff and someone's like it's all your fault all this is changing and alonzo's like no it's seb's fault yeah yeah, I mean, right. he is the one that started it, but he started still. the whole yeah pool of of seat openings and everything. That's not so. what Seb wanted to happen. No. I obviously don't know him personally, but I could tell you that's probably not what he wanted to happen. Probably not. No. Um. What else? I am also kind of annoyed with the whole Mercedes episode. They didn't even cover George Russell's first one. Yeah, that was, and like they do show it because I have I've eight. Was it eight? Is it this episode or last episode? Oh, you're not finished, right? I have eight minutes left in the last episode. Oh my god! <laughs> and put it I on. Think... We'll live react with you. Yeah, right we're now. gonna live watch it right now. <laughs> uh, one of the last two episodes, right? They there's a scene where Russell and Hamilton are talking to a crowd of people and everything, mm-hmm. and he mentions Brazil, and then they do cut away to him winning the race and Mercedes getting a one-two, but like. You kind of canvas the entire season. You're showcasing that Mercedes isn't as good as they used to be. And yeah. that's okay. That is the overall story of the season is that, hey, they didn't, they're not as good as they once were. No, but you have this race where they dominate, they get one, two, and George Russell gets his first, first win. First win as an as an F1 driver. So it's like that's like when in huge... years past when he was on Williams, they made like that whole scene like when he was crying in the media pen because he scored his first points. So I'm like, yeah. yeah. I have to like, make a point of George Russell's a rookie and then showing his first win on, with Mercedes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that that to me, the fact that they just kind of like brushed over it and was like, it was kind of yeah. like, hey, here's the last race of the season. Oh, by the way, George Russell won one. Just so you yeah. guys, just so you guys are aware. Fun like, fact. <laughs> yeah. So I'm definitely... I'm upset they didn't cover that too. I think it's I'm also, yeah, no, they should they for George Russell's sake, they deserve to he deserved to have that on the big screen. I mean, oh, that was yeah. a good race to Brazil. That was a great race. It was a very good race. Yeah. And for him to come out on top of a race like that is mm-hmm. even more of a you know, as a point to how good of a driver he is and can certainly can be. So it's just yeah, for him to kind of get snubbed like yeah. that out of like a spotlight moment i think that would be really cool for him to be like wow look at this whole episode dedicated to mercedes and everything and then my win in brazil like yeah you think he's sitting there like on his couch watching try to survive when it premieres and he's like where the where the fuck is my win <laughs> yeah he's like, like where's brazil <laughs> where's my win huh and it gets to like the last episode, and he's like, oh, "All right, I got a five minute like yeah. puff piece of Our just win. like, hey, by the way, you want a race?" And he's like, "Thanks." What Brazil? I know. Yeah. Mercedes got a one-two for the first time the whole season. Yeah, and they're just gonna toss it aside. Yeah, um, I also I don't understand why we needed to watch the Silverstone crash that many times. Mm. I and they didn't agree. make it about they didn't even make it about Joe. No. It was, it, it was other stories they were telling that happened mm-hmm. to have major points at Silverstone. And it was like, I, it was a massive crash at Silverstone. It deserves to be covered. It was and awful everything. watching and, in live. Yeah. And 
but I didn't need to see it three three or four times. I didn't need to see. I didn't need to see his car being dragged upside down in slow-mo yeah. across the whole gravel. Yeah, it was definitely I, covered. It, it was very front-heavy, too. Like, it was a lot of the first couple episodes that showcased it. And yes. like you're, but you're by the time you're at like the fourth or fifth episode, you're like, I've seen this three or four times now already. Like, I don't care anymore. Like, I don't want to see this I also crash. Feel like there was a lot of kind of going off. I also feel like they covered the first few races a lot. Oh yeah. And then like they, it was... kind of just forgot about the second half of the season. I mean, I get it. That's when Red Bull just like took over and ran away with it. So storylines yeah. weren't, but. I was like, okay, <laughs> I'm sure there's other things. But, yeah, I did not need to watch Joe Renu go across the gravel that many times. Yeah, that was that was pretty brutal. And it's also, like, again, it was a big crash. It deserves to be, like, covered, and it's definitely worth talking about. But, like, you know, we're going over things that you, like, Netflix missed over the course of the season. Mm-hmm. There were other things that you could have talked about, you know, like my biggest gripe. The Haas pole position, not even mentioned. Oh, I know. I not know. even mentioned. <laughs> it's a huge thing for that team. It it's was a such a massive, great thing. It's a massive thing for that team. And it's it's spoke yeah. about not like never during the show. And you're like, how do you just not bring this up? You know, like yeah. you have you have four seasons before this show proven that. Haas gets beat up all the time, and all the bad things happen to Haas. And especially with Kevin Magnuson, like you, yeah. he's been a main staple of Drivers Drive for so long. And then you don't, you don't show that he gets a pole position with Haas, and it's just like, yeah, how? and how? them celebrating, yeah, them freaking out, like all the stuff that. I mean, I know we kind of talked, kind of laughed, joked about it last time. Like, I know he lost it immediately. But that's still that doesn't matter. Still, like it's <laughs> it we were so used be. to seeing. <laughs> yeah, we were so used to seeing the six, you know, cars of Ferrari, Red Bull, and Mercedes at the top of the grid, yeah. and all of a sudden you're throwing a Haas in there. People are like, "Whoa, this is a nice, you know, breath of fresh air." Like, yeah, it's yeah. I'm upset. That is my biggest gripe that they didn't show that at all because it's like that's such, no. that would be such a good storyline too. Like. I just, you could throw a montage in there of all the crap that Haas well, has gone through. And you thought they were like, going to when they made the whole thing about how K Mag came back, like in the first episode. Yeah. Like so, you thought like just fast forward to the end. That's what you normally do anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like I was so annoyed. I'm also write a letter to kind Netflix. of annoyed. <laughs> Netflix F1 and. Excuse yeah. me. You missed a crucial <laughs> detail of the 2022 <laughs> F1 season. Sincerely, a podcast with only way, two episodes out. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, have a GP in Philadelphia. Thank you. Yes, please bring a Grand Prix to Philadelphia. We should talk Thank about you. that sometime. The layout oh, of the we should talk about that. We can do that next. We can do that next week because we can't talk about oh. Jetta preview for that long. Yeah, okay? you're right. Next you're week. right. Okay. Stay tuned next week. Um, I'm also thrilling episode of our imaginary, <laughs> imaginary race. Can't wait. It could, if it got some traction. No, nope, listen, you never if it got know. some traction and it showed up and happened, and you're in the paddock, would you not be like, we did it? This, this was me. This was us. This yeah. is <laughs> This was all us. We could just stand there next to the drivers while the national anthem is playing. I'd be on the yeah. floor. 
our names like are the architects, <laughs> architects of, the, of the circuit on f1.com okay we're getting carried away we're getting carried away um my last thing that they didn't really talk about the singapore craziness and pierre gasly almost running into the tractor oh yes like the crane like there's touchy subject with that anyway because of jules bianchi like why didn't they not bring that up they literally just skipped right over i mean i get why because the fia were under fire for that and they gas had every reason to be pissed but yeah i wonder i almost wonder if because the fia was under fire so much for it probably they probably stepped in and were like hey don't don't talk about this like because if obviously the there's got to be some form of contract between Netflix and the FIA so you have to there had to be some sort of communication of like somebody saying like mm-hmm. hey don't don't talk about this we got enough crap already for it like <laughs> right. don't touch it meanwhile Netflix Netflix was probably like like potential storylines of the season it was probably on there you know like oh for sure especially because they talk about i mean they don't talk about the crash that much in season one when they're that episode with leclerc and gasly when they introduced them but oh yeah still you could backtrack because you've mentioned him before they definitely definitely could have talked about it It, along with everything else that we're talking about now like Mm -hmm. you had the time to bring it up you know and it's I'm honestly amazed too that this season, I think as well as the other seasons, are only ten episodes. Like, right? Yes. Are they all ten episodes? I think it's, so. You, I, maybe it's Netflix's formula. Maybe people just like ten episode formats now for seasons. But like, even if you went to like thirteen episodes, like people would probably yeah, right? love like, that. Like with the and especially like with F one <clears> with how many there's the schedule's getting longer like i feel like you're gonna get more content you're gonna get more drama oh yeah <laughs> so you gotta build it in it's gonna be it's yeah. gonna be much harder as a writer of drive to survive next year you know to kind of craft yeah. storylines and fit everything into a 10 10 episode season like you, especially with what you're saying like races there's more races being added like all this like especially all the stuff happening this year with like Aston Martin, like you already know from this right. race, you already, already have first race, so many <laughs> Aston Martin's getting talked about, like, yeah, with the Alonzo move from, you know, you could bring that from the continuation of season five to season six. Yeah. Like you could talk about that. You could talk about the first race. Like there's already a good amount of stuff that they could talk about. So yeah, I, I, they could definitely benefit from like a 13 episode season and it's, you won't get complaints from people. Like people love the no. show. You're not going to get complaints that a season's too long or that a season is, you know, there's too many episodes to watch or anything. Like, make it longer, please. Cover and I more feel stuff. Like before, in the previous seasons, I feel like they did a good job at covering each team, at least somehow. Like, you didn't oh, get yeah. Williams. You didn't get Williams this past season. You didn't nope. get, um, you got some AlphaTauri, but you didn't get Alpha Romeo. You got you the AlphaTauri really- when Pierre Gasly was leaving. That's what, you, yeah. that's what you and got from Alphatari. Yuki was upset. Um, yeah. <laughs> you didn't get the whole, every team. I'm like, okay, give me the Williams because obviously, I mean, he had Latifi and Albon, yeah. but still. <laughs> Latifi. Um, 
But yeah, there's definitely they could easily make it longer. I don't think anyone yeah. would be upset. How many? There's 20, no 20 teams, right? No, there's 20, 10 no. teams, 20 drivers. No, there's 20 drivers. That's right. 10 teams. Look, 10 teams. Look at that right there. Well, you got, are you new here? <laughs> all right, relax. You can you easily, do an episode you're right. of team. You could easily do an episode per team. Like, yeah. cover like a major storyline from each team that season. Because I'm sure there's one. Some will definitely be more boring than others. Like, you know, oh, like, for Red, sure. like if Red Bull has a dominant season again, which they most likely will, what are you going to cover? Oh, Red Bull, Red Bull won again. Cool. All right. Put out a 30 minute episode covering something and then yeah. you're good. Like, but yeah, that's well, probably not. I think this upcoming season will be better. <clears throat> they already touched on the, the rookies. So yeah, they could do another whole episode on the rookies and the drama behind them, but. Um, the rookies, the, yeah, the rookies think... episode would be nice too because keeps you kind of you know as a if you're a person who only watches try to survive to keep up with F1, like yeah. you're staying more up to date with people's you know names and who they drive for and when they were signed and everything too. Well, yeah, because they, yeah, they, they normally make a big they make a big deal with the rookies. I can clearly picture the, the end of season one. It like ends and then they they cut. I don't even know if it's like an after credit scene and it's Lando going up the <laughs> elevator. He looks like a child. Oh, yeah. I do remember that scene. Actually, it now. was when he's coming in. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, they could easily make, I'm sure they'll make at least one or two episodes about the rookies, but. I hope so. Um, Yeah. Uh, anything else on Drive to Survive? No. Just, again, I'm pissed off with Netflix for not covering Haas. <laughs> And Sebastian a, Vettel, give him his roses. I think it's a, <laughs> and Sebastian Vettel, I can't complain about them not covering Vettel and then not also kind of cover him. Yeah, but yes, eat. do better, Netflix. Do better. Do better. <laughs> Hashtag do better. <laughs> um. All right. What? Nothing. I know what you're going to talk about, and I can tell you're excited for it. Yes, I'm very excited about it. Okay. Yeah. So we obviously a, it was a golden item from this past week. <laughs> so funny okay so we obviously know the intro came out for f1 iconic as always phenomenal this, intro. this year's i think is the best one out of them all um obviously we got the normal stare downs like from hamilton max Verstappen, the normal looks but what they did to <clears> Pierre <throat> gasly leaning up against the wall hey i'm watching it now <laughs> I don't know why Leclerc. I mean, I get it because that's probably how the season's gonna go. He's Let's sad boy Leclerc against the wind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then George Russell. George Russell. I want to know how much they paid him to stand like that. I. And <laughs> what are you gonna say? Nothing. <laughs> he just popped up on my screen. <laughs> I. I always look at like media day for like. Because, like, we see mm-hmm. Media Day pictures from, like, the Flyers and everything. And I always laugh at, like, dumb poses they get them to do. And, like, the same goes the same here. Like, I'm just trying to pick one out. Like, Fernando Alonso, like, hey, we want you to look down at the ground. And then <laughs> super serious, just be like. And it's like, how do you get, like, a this man. A grown man. This is a grown man in his 40s. And making you're like millions of dollars, <laughs> making millions of dollars, which is probably how they got him to do it. But yeah, <clears throat> but you get him to look up the camera like that, and it's like, okay, you can get past that, you can get past some of the other ones, but then yeah, you get the golden ones of like Charles Leclerc and mm-hmm. George Russell, 
And you're like, how do you how do you explain that to them? Like who who Dude, is the producer? Put your hands on either wall. Yeah, who <laughs> demonstrated that to George Russell and was like, "This is what we want you to do. We think it's going to make you look fantastic." And how did George Russell not look at them and be like, be you're like an "Okay, idiot. you're an idiot." Yeah, like I'm not doing that. Like no way. And then again, who's the poor idiot that had to pose for Charles Leclerc for him <laughs> to get a reference of him doing his like sad boy like. Like he was like in sync or Backstreet Boys, yeah. like, like a '90s boy band. Start of like a 2000s music video of yeah. him trying to impress some random girl. Like, <laughs> no, no, stupid. Well, yeah, and then well, he also was done. F1 did him dirty with the Las Vegas promos too, making him dress up in that Elvis wig. Oh my and god! And he had glasses yeah. on, and he was like this, and then he commented, and he said, "I thought you said everyone was dressing like that." Yeah. <laughs> Which I mean, like, you might obviously be... that comment could have been a plug. Uh, I think yeah. he might be the new personality. He is, I think, one of the most marketable drivers on the grid. But besides that, literally, it's like you definitely could because some of his, he definitely is one of the more like marketable guys because his reactions to some of the stuff are hilarious. Mm-hmm. Like the the one uh, the one drive the survive episode. They ask him, "Has how's the season gone?" I think it's the last one actually. Oh, and then they, he does like that intense gulp, and then yeah, it's he's, like flashbacks. He stares at the camera, and then yeah. it flashes back to him crashing into a wall, and he screams. I mean, I, I cried a little. <laughs> he, I don't think I've ever heard a more like gut wrenching, like disappointing scream out of a person. When and they had that radio on TV during the race during the French GP, I literally I think uh, I sat like this. I was like, he was so, he was so uh, angry. And it's like you're not gonna get that out of like you're not gonna get that out of like Max Verstappen because like no you'll get curse words out of Max. Yeah, Verstappen. you're gonna get curses out of Max and like it, you're gonna get curses out of Leclerc too. But like Max is just m- so much more monotone than Leclerc is. So yeah, yeah. I 100% agree. He's definitely like the the new poster boy for the he totally for, is for Formula One in general. Like yeah, I mean. I think I sent a TikTok to Marina one day and it said, you only got into the sport because of Charles Claire. And I was like, true, because he came up on my For You page. And then I decided to watch Drive to Survive. And now I'm a yeah. fan. So sorry, exactly. male fans that feel <laughs> offended. but <laughs> Marketing is working. Yes. The s- social yes, media yes, team yes. is working hard. But yeah. yes, George Russell's, um, sorry, we got a little sidetracked. George Russell's yeah, iconic <laughs> pose between Pam's the walls. Pose. I'm ready for him to like start walking down the hallway and like snapping, like he's in, like West Side Story. <laughs> well, I didn't include it, but someone made him um, into the I think it's the This Is It Michael Jackson movie because he's literally oh, posed yep. like Michael Jackson. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a contender for my top three. Yeah, that was a good um, contender for so my top three. We each chose three George Russell memes that were our favorites. Well. Um, I'll edit a little video and add these in later on. But um, my first one is the Ask a Latte on Twitter. That's who um, tweeted this one. Is Dr. Russell in the multiverse of uh, Mercedes, not Manus, of Mercedes. Ah, that's a nice play <laughs> so on words So it's the movie there. poster. It's the movie poster of him like this and then all the arms behind. He's got all the arms around yeah. him. Yep. Yes. Um, the second one, and this is so George Russell. Um, the bridge in London holding it up. 
Perfect. Like phenomenal. Yeah. So so George Russell because he's the most English man I think I've ever listened to. Um, and then last but not least, I'm gonna. This person's Twitter handle is Hewis Lamilton with an E on the end. Um, they put George Russell in the gap of Lewis <laughs> Hamilton's like front teeth. So if you zoom in, the picture's in three. It's like you can't see it. You can really see it. And then the last one is made with George Russell as the gap. That one is phenomenal, yeah. too, because it's not like... You have to look... It's, it's not like Lewis Hamilton has a major gap in his teeth. No. Right? <laughs> Like, it's not like, like it's like Michael Strahan gap. I was just about to say that. It's not like he's got like a Michael Strahan gap where it's like you see that dude from a block away and you can see the gap you know. in his teeth. Yeah. Like it's small enough that it's there, it yeah. works, and it works so well. But it's the moment so the funny. moment you zoom in, you're like, wow, oh, this is so this is so good. And the editing on the second picture, like shout out to that person because the I don't know how they did it. It's not even like they're super zoomed in, but you can still see if you zoom in, it's just like the black, like a black shadow of George Russell. But you can still see the still arms see his his arms popping out. Oh, and um, honorable mention: it's not just George Russell. This has to do with George Russell, Gasly, Leclerc, and Lando on TikTok. I sent this to you. Um, her name is F one Katie three, the F one driver, the four elements from Avatar: The Last Airbender. Oh yes, oh so good. Yeah, Pierre Gasly's water. George's. What is George? George was. Leclerc's fire, and Earth. Uh, yeah, George's Earth because he's George's... split rocks. Like yeah. Leclerc's fire, and then Lando's air. Because <laughs> they also did Lando dirty with his pose, also. Oh, they're my so very, top three. Very bad. They're my top three. Um. All right, my top three. Okay. <laughs> My first is uh, Spider-Man 2 scene. Tobey Maguire, he's stopping the train. Oh, yeah. So he's got both of his arms <laughs> stretched down. It looks like he's stopping the train. Yes. That's so good. And it's it's such a different comparison of faces between what Tobey, the face Tobey Maguire's making and George Russell's and face. George so Russell. I think it's <laughs> even funnier. Uh, my second, um, Jurassic World with Chris Pratt, how he does his like really low and wide stance oh, yeah. for holding the Velociraptors back. George Russell's holding the Velociraptors <laughs> back. It's really good. Uh, and then my last one. I think I clicked on this one. <laughs> I don't know who came up with this idea, but it is genius. George Russell is in the Mercedes logo. Yes. And has, they have taken out the three prongs of the Mercedes logo, flipped George Russell upside down, and then put him in. And yeah. I beg, please, if somehow, somehow. Special the, livery for one weekend. <laughs> I, I, if somehow the Mercedes AMG social media team is listening to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, please, okay. Please put that on the nose of the car. Because <laughs> there's that Mercedes logo right on the nose. And yeah, any is. shot of them coming down a straightaway, you see it right there. It's right there. Please, and please. All that's all for staffing season is rear view mirror is George Russell coming down. Yes, that's all it is. <laughs> that would be so funny. Uh, it would be like, remember the whole thing on TikTok going around where the, the girl was a graphic designer and she was remaking yeah, companies' like logos? Yeah, yes. it would be exactly like that. That would be the same kind of caliber of move, and it would be so good. So good. I would, I just want to also, I, 
feel like his re- he was probably cracking up at them also. I mean, F1 put it out he there. They to. made him on the green screen. They're like, internet, you know what to do. But, like, I need to know what he thought. Like, he had I need- to. I wouldn't be shocked. I need to- I'm going to see if he's like Daddy. I think he's on Twitter. I would love if he came out and was like, this is this is my favorite. Like, well, last year there was this meme going around, and it was like George Russell's the type of guy, and like he was <laughs> yeah. finished. Like George Russell's the type of guy to clap when a plane lands, and he ended he up like, tweeting saying, "Yeah, yeah, he totally is. He hasn't liked any of them." No, and I'm I'm looking at his Twitter now. He hasn't like tweeted any out or anything. I don't think he's very active on Twitter. His most recent tweet was from March 5th, uh, just talking about how Mercedes not where they need to be right now and everything. Yeah. But I need to see his reaction. But his yeah. Dorky little smile on his pinned tweet too <laughs> from his P1 in Brazil last year. Yeah, because he should have that should have been talked about, but we're not going back. <laughs> he looks like a he's he's cheesing hardcore in this picture. Listen, you would too if you got P1. I you're right. You're 100% <laughs> right. I have no need to judge. I have no right to judge him or anything, but you were cheesing when I'm you went under a, a minute in breaststroke. So. I'm saying I was. You're right. You're. That's a fair point. But I have every right to sit here and say that he is cheesing hardcore in this picture. Yeah, so. Okay. He deserves it. There you go. There's uh, another clip for the for the TikTok. <laughs> okay, him I'll tag cheesing. him. Yeah. Okay. He'll respond uh, to be very upset with me. <laughs> All right, we're moving on. Um, first race of the season is coming on Bahrain GP. I think there was a little part of it in the middle. It was kind of like, okay, this is just going to be like any race last year. Red Bulls yeah. flying in the front. <clears throat> but then it, it did get exciting. Um, but the normal boring stuff. Um, I mean, not boring. Obviously, Max, winner. Um, followed by Perez on P2 and Fernando Alonso, P3. Oof. The master class he gave. <laughs> Absolute phenomenal drive. Oh, and, phenomenal! Like you're kind of hitting the you're hitting the hitting the nose here. Like twenty laps in, you're like, all right, this is going to be a Red uh-huh. Bull Red Bull lockout, like whatever, unless somebody crashes or, or stalls or something. And then I was solely focused on Fernando Alonso and Aston Martin, watching them battle it out with other people and work their way through the midfield and everything. And when Alonso overtook Russell, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Russell for third. I was so happy. So happy. No, not for third. It was Signs for third. Oh, Signs for third. That's right. Yeah, he overtook yes. Hamilton first and then Signs for third. That's right. Yeah, I was very, very happy, and it, it made the race so much more interesting because yeah, the only thing that I, going through my mind. Like... Go ahead. Sorry, go. No, go. Um, the only thing that was going through my mind was – us talking last week about how good they looked at, at testing and everything. And it was like, mm-hmm. this is just proof that Aston Martin's car has something special going on with it. Something. And Alonso's going to take advantage of that, being the experienced driver that he is. And I well, love... they kept making they kept making comments that they think he, for so long, he was making decisions not at the right time about changing teams. They're like, they're like this one might be lining up that he's yeah. making he made the decision at the right time. I loved um there was a ra- there was a radio clip after the ra- either the after the race had finished or like a couple laps left where he was like 
what a lovely car to drive. And I was, yes. like, this dude, I was like, this dude sounds like he's out for like a Sunday cruise. You there know, literally like, was a few laps left and he was like, this is a great car. Then he was like, yeah. where's, where's Lance at? Yeah, he's asking about Lance. <laughs> like, I was like, yeah. this dude sounds like he's out for like a Sunday cruise down like the West coast. You know, he's yeah. like chilling. He's got no care in the world about what happens. He's so happy. And it's like, I, I gotta imagine that like, and it's, it's going to sound stupid coming out of my mouth, but like, when you're happy with the car, you drive better. And oh, it's like, absolutely. I have to, like, he, he seemed so just thrilled with the balance and power of the car and everything. And he, he, didn't he saw that in the race. Once. No. So there was even, like, Chimes Max was complaining. I think he complains, like, once or a few times in the race. But he was even complaining. Well, he is Max. <laughs> True. <laughs> but, yeah, he wasn't, he had no care in the world. And I think, we'll talk about it a little bit, but I honestly think the turning point was Leclerc's engine failing oh yeah 100 because he was clearly in third by himself yeah we knew what he, the podium was going to look like and as soon as that ended alonzo was probably like let's go as soon as as soon as leclerc had to pull off and everything alonzo saw that door swing wide open mm -hmm. and he he took it he was like all right i'm gonna go for it and then he i mean science i think said over the radio too like there was nothing i could do like, no he even uh, science said at one point if he tried pushing it anymore he didn't think he was going to finish yeah see he would have he would have ruined the tires then but yeah i mean yeah, i have i have more on that coming up with like the gaps and stuff but yeah he i think that was the turning point was leclerc not being able to finish and alonso was like this is up coming for third yeah he was he was in a rocket ship and there was no yeah. no stopping so him. was red bull red yeah. bull was told i saw red bull they told them to turn down their engines yeah, because they were so like they didn't need to be using the full power. I was like, oh, it's gonna be a long season. I mean, if they if they're in that much of a lead, yeah, like no need to kill the car. Like, no. you got that much of a gap between people. Like, don't kill the car. Like, no, you're already winning. It's it's enough. Yeah, um, and obviously, driver of the day as voted on was Fernando Alonso. Deserved it. Yeah, from start to finish. That is my. It's my personal driver of the day as well. Um, is he? Yeah, I know it's kind of boring, but like, and I think your I think your personal pick of the driver of the day is also a really good pick. But I kind of have another one also. I just think that, like we said, the absolute masterclass that he put on in terms of driving and what you said too of it seems like. And granted, this is the first race; you got to take things with a grain of salt, but like. True. He, if things continue to go this way for Aston Martin, Alonso finally made the absolute right move and is with mm -hmm. a team that he will succeed with. And, and our predictions from last week are going to be wrong because I think it could be Red Bull 1, Aston Martin 2. <laughs> I, I completely agree. I, if, yeah, if they keep if they stay on this traje trajectory, I mm -hmm. think it could easily be Aston Mar uh, Red Bull 1, Aston Martin 2. There's, yeah, there's no stopping. Yeah. Well, I also saw, I didn't realize how many people Aston Martin kind of, I guess they didn't poach them from Red Bull, but the people that have worked for Red Bull that are now working for Aston Martin, like the amount oh. of engineers that they have. Yeah. Oh, so I, I think, um, what's his name? Helmet Marco, whatever. I'm probably pronouncing his name so wrong. He, I think I saw an article today, like, he was complaining a little bit. Like, obviously, they're 
memory's not short because <laughs> well, yeah they probably went in there and were immediately like but, yeah i mean hey, this, Lynch, is, this is how red bull did it let's do it the same way like girl's dad's not stupid come on no he's a businessman he, he he knows how to analyze who's the strongest man. and yeah and then imitate that absolutely yeah um but obviously the um team standings after bahrain i'm gonna post this graphic tonight um obviously red bull because one two they have 45 points Aston martin with 23 mercedes with 16 ferrari with 12 alfa romeo with four alpine with two um williams with one and then alfa tari hans and mclaren with all have zero yeah which um, will also um and then um what's it called the world the driver's standing obviously max is in first with 25 no surprise there um no checo with 18 <laughs> fernando alonso with 15 carlos Sainz with 12 hamilton 10 lance stroll with eight george russell six botas with four uh gasly with two williams with uh, alter and albon with one and then i'm not gonna say the rest have zero <laughs> Something about you saying Alexander Albon with one just sounds so pathetic. But I mean, hey, he got to the he points, got points. He got points on the first race of the season. And Logan for Williams, Sargent he got was, points. yeah, and Logan Sargent was twelve. So yeah, he's they not might far be behind. one to watch. No. Um. All right. So you mentioned it. Your personal driver of the day. You said Fernando Alonso. Yep. Um, I said Pierre Gasly. They didn't show it him nearly enough on the TV um, broadcast. But he started P20 and ended up P9. So that's, that's, yeah, that is fantastic. He drove incredible. I wish yeah. he showed him more. Um, he deserved to be showed more. And then also, I changing, I'm adding one other one. But after oh, no. I saw the post today, Lance Stroll. He's oh, also with his, driving with, yeah. I didn't read that post yet. I should have read it. Um, he, the amount of, oh, I will, I, because I screenshotted it. The amount of he didn't just break his wrist. Um, Wait, what? He didn't just break his wrist. So it says on Saturday, February eighteenth, I crashed on my bike while training in Spain. The scan showed that I had a, a fracture and displacement in my right wrist, a fracture in my left wrist, a partial fracture in my left hand, and finally another fracture in the big toe of my right foot. Oh my gosh! And somehow he was um, P six. <laughs> I yeah. I mean, after that, that is uh, yeah. <laughs> P6 and had surgery. That's he even goes on to say that the surgeon said, um, following the surgery, they told him he'd be back for Jeddah if he worked hard. And with a bit of luck, he was optimistic he could race in Bahrain. Wow. And then the video shows him obviously doing all this crazy PT. And one clip, it looked so strange. I don't know what he was on, but it was like shaking. But I guess to replicate the car shaking. Oh, yeah, yeah. the car is probably shakes so much and just that constant vibration in mm-hmm. your wrists and hands that are broken and sprained or fractured. Like I mean, they showed him, obviously there was that clip of him being helped out of the car after practice. Yeah. But, I mean, I've broken plenty of toes. It does, it's hard to put pressure. So I can only imagine. And if you have two broken wrists, like, what are you lifting yourself with? Yeah, literally, like, using your elbows to, like, get you out of Yeah. There. I mean, and they're sitting in that 
driver's seat that's made for them. So yeah. it's definitely snug. Um, but yeah, between him and Gasly, they're my personal driver of the days. Um, Gasly, I, I remember. I, I do wish that they covered Gasly a little bit more, especially with how well he did. The only thing I really remember from his drive is when they showed the leaderboard and it shows like positions gained and everything. I just remember seeing a green arrow up and yeah. it said 11 next to Gasly. And I was like, Whoa, I was like, well, right. after how, how crappy his, um, what's it, his, how crappy his qualifying was. They deleted the time. And that's why I ended up P20. Oh yeah. Yeah. For him, limit, to, so. for him yeah. to go P20 to P9, a phenomenal day. I mean, Alpine with first race with a new car thrilled yeah. with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which we'll talk about the other Alpine driver <laughs> in a little bit. <laughs> um, okay, some other topics from the race. It's like if we had a podcast last year, we'd be talking about this last year. Oh, Ferrari's yeah. reliability, which now it's come out that apparently it was a human error. He might not need to take a 10 grid um, place penalty, which thank God. But that would be nice. Yeah. Learn how to connect your wires. <laughs> you do that <laughs> how do you do that i yeah i mean it sucks for charles for the first race it's like always him why yeah. always him it's so there's literally a clip it's... that came out today i didn't see it on apparently it was on during the race because i think once if i should have recorded live reactions because when i saw that he was pulling over to the side i just <laughs> I, think I, I stopped breathing and then i went no <laughs> I was so upset. I was so upset. And then when they just showed him standing there drinking water on the side, watching the cars go by, I was like, stop showing him all depressed. Yeah. <laughs> My favoritism is not showing. Um, <laughs> but then there's a video I saw today that it was the vice president of Ferrari, like Ferrari's son. Yeah. Was in the garage watching. And when he, mm. Leclerc, DNF'd, he took his um, headphones off and walked away. Apparently yeah. he left. I, so there's people I don't are freaking him. out because they're like, why did we, there's two drivers. Like, how is he leaving? People are like, because clearly by that point, we knew Carlos Sainz was not going to do anything. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, yes, there is two drivers. It would have been, I'm sure Carlos Sainz would have loved if he stayed there. And, and if he did leave, it would have been nice to show his support for Sainz. But, like, you also got to think, like, if your last name is... is Ferrari. So, right. Like... <laughs> and... If you're a person, your last name's Ferrari, and you're watching an F1 race, and one of your cars just shuts off, that has to be like the most like humiliating and painful thing. Oh, like, yep. so that I completely get why he would have just been like, "I'm out." Like, see you later. Uh, I'm not he staying just, here watching this. He literally was just like, <laughs> "Yeah," <laughs> and I mean, walked it's, away. It's I don't blame him for that at all. No, I that don't. That makes blame so him. much sense. Um, but I do have to point out, I saw this today. I knew his reaction time was insane, Leclerc, at the beginning of the race, because he jumped on Perez. I think oh, he yeah, caught he Perez did sleeping. A, he did he, have a really good start. So it's someone like Googled, how quickly do F1 drivers react? And this is the average reaction time of an F1 driver is approximately 0.2 seconds. Ooh. Leclerc's reaction time, they, this graphic, it was on TV. They have Leclerc's and Verstappen's. Verstappen's reaction time was oh, 0.23 seconds. Okay. Leclerc's was 0.14. Ew. Right? Ew. <laughs> I mean, he that's been, a, I mean, we that, played the game the other day. I mean, he must have been yeah. literally. In that sport, I mean, in this sport, that is definitely everything. But yeah. I mean, that is just disgusting. That's disgusting. Mm -hmm. For him to have that quick 
of a reaction time, especially compared to Max Verstappen. Too. Like, yep, except right? Verstappen yeah. was 0. 0.21, 0. 0.23. He was almost a whole tenth of a second. I faster mean, than yeah, that's huge. Verstappen. I mean, that's like I want to see Perez because Perez was totally sleeping on Leclerc. Yeah, that's a. I do. I remember watching the front at the start of the race, and he got a good jump off the line, and I was like, "Ooh!" And then, obviously, it didn't you know pan out. But like, yeah, there are still very good things that came out of that race for Leclerc, and one of the good things now is like you're saying, like it may have just been some like a set of like crossed wires, which is like very annoying that it happened like it sucks that it happened for him and everything and i absolutely like you don't want to have your first race of the season start that way especially considering the last bahrain grand prix yeah but kind of going back to the same thing like we were talking about aston martin like it's the first race you like you got to take it with a grain of salt it's a long season it's it yeah i mean the car cutting out unfortunately that is like one of the things that like it doesn't matter what race it is. Like, doesn't oh, matter no. that it's the first or the last, or it's that one race you need to overtake somebody in the constructors' cha- like a team in the constructors' championship. Like, it oh, sucks. Yeah, next like, week, yeah, it's next week. Red Bull could have like Max could DNF and look exactly, like yeah, and then they're back. Right they're right the, back in the race for the yeah. constru- like drivers and constructor championship. So the rivalry everyone wants. It is. is it was. It was hard to watch because. I, I mean, I said it to you the other day, like, I'm starting to become more and more of a Ferrari fan. So it's like, that was tough to watch, but I'm trying to well, stay and positive Like we mentioned earlier, it. after watching, the, like, Drive Survive, like, you just saw, the, like, the hope dwindle in him through the whole season. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you see, and it's it's tough, too, because you see everybody then jumping on social media, and they're like, oh, another, another bad season for Ferrari. And it's like, I get why you're saying it. I even laughed at some of the stuff. The whole pit crew... Or the whole uh what's the what's the word? Uh the wall there the wall that they all sit at, like team principals sit at and everything. Pit lane? The pit lane, <laughs> thank you. Well, no, it's like the pit wall, whatever it is. Yeah, the pit wall, that's what they're yeah. Um, and they all have like clown masks on the entire oh, yeah. row of Ferrari and everything. Like hilarious. But I don't think Ferrari season is over. If oh, no, this I don't happens. Think it's over maybe in Jetta and this happens in race three and four, then you'd be like, all right, <laughs> I think they're. Yeah. Well, race four is, I think race four is Miami. Right. And that's last year is where it started yeah. going downhill. So yeah, yeah. So I it's... literally, I sounded like his radio from the French Grand Prix. I sounded like mom's favorite scene from um, Revenge of the Sith with our Vader screaming. Classic now scene. at the end. Love the reference. <laughs> Like, I literally screamed. I was so upset. And then I was like, I just want to write to Twitter. And I was like, I can't. I can't. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was going back and forth between this Twitter and my personal, my own personal Twitter. I was like, I can't. Um, it was definitely. To... No, sorry, guys. It was, de- I mean, yeah. Le- just again, it was definitely hard to watch. It sucks for Charles. And the fact that you're right, it always seems to happen to him. It's always him. And. It's, just, it's not the after last year it is not the way that charles no. wanted to start 2023 but oh again God. it's first race i am hopeful and i, I have a feeling there. the hope is that, still there yes i am hoping that it is just like that situation of crossed wires that's all it is 
forget it, move on. You know, it's, it's if you're that person that was like, oh, I just didn't plug it in all the way. <laughs> could you <laughs> like that? Like to me, like being in like technology and IT and everything, like that's always my first thought yes. of like if I'm like if I'm setting a computer up and I'm hooking it up to monitors and everything, like. That's always my first thought is, are these wires in all the way? If a screen doesn't turn on when I turn on a computer, my first thought is the wire in all the way. Like, mm -hmm. and you're, yeah. If it, <laughs> I don't know if it ever will, but if it does come out that it was literally someone plugged in something to the wrong spot, that that to me is, is hilarious. Yeah. And also good news because then you're like, all right, it's not a major issue where they have to swap the power unit out. I say, so I think if we know that he doesn't need a grid penalty next week, we know that it, it was just maybe a faulty wire. That's fair. That's a that's a good point, actually. They I don't have to replace like anything. Yeah. If they don't have to replace a unit. But that's... I could be up for a Charles Leclerc masterclass from P20 and somehow ending up in third because <laughs> he's done it before. I could see him doing it. That would make for yes. a really good race. <clears throat> yes, it would make for a really good race. Um. But moving on to his teammate, Carlos Sainz, um, how he kind of just like gave up and gave P3 to Alonso. I know you're coming to the conclusion that I just don't like Carlos Sainz. <laughs> I, uh, no, I don't know. It's hard because it's like I – I don't know. I look at this sometimes. I watch it and I watch overtakes happen and they're like, oh, I just couldn't do anything. And you're like, could you? Could you? Like, <laughs> Could you have done something a little bit more? I know that's an outsider's perspective, and I'm obviously not in the cockpit of the car defending, yeah. like, somebody that's up my ass. But, like, at the same time, it does kind of look like you gave up a little bit. Then again, there's so many – I don't know. There's so many things you have to factor in of, like, the external factors of, like, your tires aren't getting grit. Like, yeah, you know, the car isn't producing as much power as it should be. Like, all that stuff. And there's – that is unfortunately out of the driver's control to some degree because it's like th they can't do anything but step on the pedal harder. And if it's uh, pedals all the way on the floor and the car's just not doing it, the car's just not doing it. Like, and clearly Aston Martin has a missile. So, like, yeah, like compared to, yeah, but I mean, he was even from the beginning, the gap between obviously Max Verstappen was in his own league after like one lap. Like, he yeah. was seconds ahead pierre uh pierre perez yeah. and leclerc were pretty close they were kind of swapping back and forth and then carlos was like just a few seconds behind in his own little world i mean i have this isn't by the end after leclerc is out so but for lap 10 leclerc was in, in p2 and signs was in p4 the gap was almost seven and a half seconds which between that, the two that's an eternity that's in, a long time. It, yeah, that's an eternity in Formula One. Like by lap eighteen, literally not that many laps later, it was almost eight seconds the gap, and they were in the same position, P two and P four. And then at the end of the race, um, Alonso was in P three. Obviously, Carlos signs P P four. The gap was almost nine and a half seconds. That is just. Fernando Alonso by almost half out of his car by the time Carlos signs his Probably. <laughs> and then yeah. forget the gap from signs in P4 to Perez in P2 was thir 36 seconds. That's so, that's so much. Let me, let's see. 
36 seconds separating fourth and second. And like, normally that's like 10 seconds at most. Yeah. Like, that's like Perez to Verstappen was by the end, their gap was like almost 12 seconds. Unless I'm reading this website wrong, the one that you sent me earlier. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know what he was doing, but yeah. It's just, I mean, it's, listen, you're still getting points in fourth. True. It's not a terrible finish, but I would not be shocked if something is said to signs about we need a little well, bit more. Well, like after the rumors that were coming out that the car was more suited to him. And oh, yeah. Claire wasn't happy about it. You would think it would have been switched. You would but... be, you would expect them to do a little bit better than yeah. that. But... but one thing, two things Ferrari did do correct, though. That double stack pit stop, beautiful. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. Um, and then number two, the strategy with Leclerc during qualifying. Saving the so- softs so he started on fresh softs. Smart. Genius. Yes. Very smart. They didn't care if they went down one place. They knew they were successful. Yeah. And I know... Charles Leclerc was totally acting it up. <laughs> That's why oh, when he yeah. walked over to his side of the garage, he literally kept his face this way. That's why he kept on. the helmet on, too. He didn't yeah, want anybody to see Because he was like cracking up. Yeah. yeah. And that's for, a meme in itself. But For them to, to do that, obviously in a moment, you're like, why are they why are they stopping? Like, you want pole yeah. position, obviously. But then when you look at it, you're like, oh, that's actually really smart for, like, you'd be like, all right, everybody else, burn your softs out a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Like we're gonna. Why? Why his start was so good, but oh yeah, it was a genius move. And it, it was, definitely. I mean, I I held my breath when they called him in for a pit stop, and then Carlos was right behind. I was like, oh my god, yeah, <laughs> this could go bad. Yeah. This could be Monaco all over again. <laughs> <laughs> That's another ugly radio, radio by oh, Leclerc, yeah. where he's like screaming at them, like, "What are you doing?" Like. And you have Christian Horner saying, like, they just totally fucked Leclerc. Yeah. <laughs> they just, well, everybody knew it. Like, yeah, oh, everyone knew it. Um, Some not some fun news. Uh, Espan Akon couldn't catch a break. <laughs> this is, so this topic and the next topic that we're going to talk about are my, what I was looking forward to, I think, the most to talk about. It's because how, how? How? That's the I know. How? All right. First, all right, you get the first penalty, his fault, right? Yes, his Because he's, he's over the line. You and are the, the official F1 tw- TikTok account posting that video. They're just roasting us. Oh, Hawk. my God. Kick, <laughs> kick him while you're down. Why don't you, F1? <laughs> right. But, like, you go over the his line. His fault. Yes. His fault. Okay. He goes and serves a penalty. And one Not of his, correctly. One of his engineers touches the car before the five seconds are up. Yeah. Okay. Not your fault. But no. still, as a team, doesn't look good because it's like, no. can't wait. Like, you can't serve your penalty correctly. So, again, you have to do it. <laughs> and then you get another one <laughs> for speeding through the pit lane. And it's like. <laughs> he wasn't again, so uh, angry at that point. Este- yeah. And then, again, Esteban's fault. And it's just like, how, how, how? That Like, I don't know how else to, like, vocalize the confusion. It's just like, yeah. how? How are you. Like, at that point, because the only thing going through my mind at that point is, like, we've already been handed two penalties. I need to make sure I'm on my A game in terms yes. of r- responsibility and driving I'm going over correctly. the white line at all. Not- <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm not pushing track limits. Uh-uh. I'm not, you know, cutting corners. Like, 
slow the race down a little bit. You're clearly not having a winning race. So like at that point, save yourself the embarrassment of yeah. not getting more penalties. And then you go and speed in the pit lane. And it's like, <laughs> how, what, what? Like, it's literally like, it's, like, like, you, like the Oprah meme, like you get a car, you get a car, yeah. only ask why knock on you get a penalty and you get penalty, another penalty, one. Penalty. You get another like, one. You get another one. <laughs> I was I was astounded watching it, and it's just like, and when you look at it, and obviously these are two very different drivers, but like when you look at the disaster that that was, and then you watch the race by Fernando Alonso, you're just like, this is what this is how you should have been racing, like yeah, do that, and it's just it's or so, your teammate, look at your teammate, he started oh. because he got in trouble during qualifying, and look where he ended up, yeah, like it's just like. I was cracking up and I was, again, was just astounded by the fact of this man was served three, three penalties totaling three penalties. 20 seconds because it was a five, 10 and a five. Mm-hmm. Like what? What? How? How? <laughs> Seriously. Who, what, what, how? <laughs> how? And you're not even a rookie. You're not even a rookie. No. You've done this before. You have a whole season under your belt. He's and, won a Grand Prix before. Like, how yeah. did you do that? How do you let that happen? It's just, it was. Yeah, no. You want to uh, talk about the other disaster class of the yeah, yeah, this Grand is, Prix? This is my other thing. <laughs> All right, listen. This okay. is how I'm going to break this down. Take it away. <laughs> F1 is a speed is a sport about speed, right? Mm-hmm. You You want to do everything as quickly as you can. You pit stops are part of the race. You want to do them as quickly as you can. So when you have a steering wheel issue and you know, you know that that steering wheel needs to turn on, right? Yeah. It's got digital components to it. Tracks some stuff. It's got to boot up. How do you not like plan for that cause like, like time penalty, essentially of waiting for it to, to boot up. And it's like, again, I'm, I'm using this as a reference, but like being in the IT field, like I see that as that's a break point or a point of failure. And it's like, here's a simple, like simple solution for fixing that. Put a battery in the wheel, like <laughs> put a battery in the wheel so that you can turn it on before the driver gets there. And then it's got to snap into something because it reads data from the car, right? So when he snaps the wheel in, it's got to have some sort of data and power transfer right now. Just make it data. Make it data. Like, put a battery in the wheel or put put a small enough battery in the wheel that it can turn on and boot up. And then the moment that it snaps into the wheel or the the column, it's on. And it just needs to get that, like, transfer of data. And it's good to go. And it's like, I literally, like that man literally sat there and watched his wheel go through a Windows update to turn <laughs> I keep like, picturing, like, I want to, like, like, insert, like, the, like, a Windows, like, a dial-up, old-school dial-up yeah. internet, because it literally, they were just waiting. It He put the wheel in. It had a post screen. So, it literally, it turned on. It, it like, self-tested itself. And then it started going through the motions of, like, booting yeah. everything up. And I'm like... How do you not have a better procedure for this? Like, and then it just failed. Yeah, and I'm like I said, I'm not 
there's nothing wrong with like that's what you need to do. But like again, in a sport a about way. speed, there is a better way. Exactly. There's, there's a totally better way. way for you to do this. And it's like, okay, you obviously that that column, the stem on the back of the wheel connects to the column in the car. That obviously transfers power. Okay. So you want to charge the wheels during the race. Have a stand. You obviously have extra wheels have sitting stand. in the in the garage. <laughs> have a stand that like it already, it's yeah. like basically a car like column where it snaps into it. Like it's just in the garage. A driver or engineer can run up and grab it, yank it out, power it on, have it ready to go, and then it snaps into the car, away Piastri goes. And it's just like it, it, there has to be a better way. Has to be a I mean, they're way. all at the top of their engineering fields. They're working for F1 teams traveling the world. Like there's I would think there's yeah, better and way it's to like, do it. Or it's like and I know this is this might be to the part where I get where I'm like talking out of my ass, but like the boot up time of that gotta be quicker. Like, what do you what it was do you Wi-Fi if sucking at Bahrain? If, well, if that's the way that it needs to happen, like it needs to turn on after it makes a connection with the car. Like, okay, you prioritize then booting up to like or you prioritize a faster boot up time. And it's just like, come on. I also, now that I'm talking about it, now that I'm thinking, Williams, and I don't know if there's any other teams that have this, Williams might have the best steering wheel set up out of everybody because really. there's, there's no digital components on the, on the Williams steering wheel. It's like, really? a, it's like a weird U-shape and where most drivers have that screen on the wheel, that is a physical screen on the car itself. Oh. Um, so it's like a, it's like a car, it's like a screen that has like Apple CarPlay. Obviously, it doesn't have Apple CarPlay, but just for comparison, and then Give me the, the wheel is the wheel is like divoted, so that way they can see the screen through That's the steering genius. wheel and everything. And as far as I can tell, it's all analog buttons on on the steering Very wheel well. itself. So, in theory, to me, all that is then is just if the same issue occurs. It just snaps in. It makes a connection to the the readout on the screen if it even needs to do that. Yeah. And then it's done. And then it's done. Williams pulls away. Like, yeah, that's a genius idea. Yeah. I mean, like it, they McLaren has the stupid Kindle technology on the side, so they can have interchanging ads. You think they're yeah? You're, yeah. <laughs> hey guys, you we're gonna spend all of our <laughs> McLaren's gonna breach the cost cap this year for their stupid interchangeable ads and not anything that can actually help the team that's what yep. that's what yeah. happened this year yeah. yeah that was my two and minute the, three minute the ran poor on that rookie poor oscar priashri literally got 15 laps in and then had to retire mm -hmm. like he didn't even get he didn't stand a chance it's just i mean it summarized that and landra norris like it just summarized it, mclaren's season like season. oh yeah it's it was a great preview of the season and like yeah like jump it in the lander norris too like the fact that that man had to stop every 15 10 15 laps he spent over three minutes in the pit lane uh, yeah that is <laughs> i mean i think they just i really i feel like i saw this somewhere i really feel like they just gave up and started just running tests because they knew they weren't going anywhere yeah why well, like i would honestly yeah if i was they just took it as like a practice but still, if i like... was um zach Brown, I think his name is, right? Yeah. Like real, that's what I would do. I'd just be like I'd just be like, hey, like screw the screw the points. We're not we're clearly not doing anything good in this one. No. Start taking care of the car or start doing this so that way we can figure out 
like what's going on. Yeah, no, it, I felt so bad for Lando. Every time they would be like, he's in the pit lane again. I was like, hey, the poor kid's in the pit lane again? Yeah. I was like, what are they doing now? It's, yeah. That's, I went on to that, I think that article, another one you sent, I found, talks about it had all the pit, like how many pit stops they had and when they had it. And literally for a while, it was just like, nars, 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 nars. It, yeah. Because he had that many. I forget. I, I'm trying to remember what was wrong with the car, but I don't, I don't remember exactly. But they had to like pump air into it or something. Or like, yeah, they did. Like something weird. And I don't know why they just didn't retire the car. Like, I think by the end they didn't. I don't even think he fully finished. I think they he stopped with like. No, he did. They yeah, 50, you're right. No, they 55 laps. He stopped with 55 laps. Uh, they didn't see, even, uh, why would you make him get I, lapped? At that point, just have him like. Yeah, his yeah six. I know I just said stops. finish like retire the car, but if he's fifty five laps in and you're doing the same thing that you've been doing for the past thirty laps, like let him finish the race. I don't at least. even. I feel like he didn't even. I don't think he got retired. I think he timed out. Because <laughs> if you go in this, oh my the God, graphic, he, it doesn't get, say retirement. He did the get lapped, so he may have been timed the out. Gap to um, Max was two. He was lapped twice by Max. Yeah, he definitely timed out then. That is that's that's awful. That sucks. Poor Lando. <laughs> Poor Lando. I, I like Lando he Norris deserves, too. Like, so do I. He deserves so much better. <laughs> he should have left with Daniel Ricardo. Um, he really should have. I the memes with Daniel Ricardo too. Oh, phenomenal. ESPN. Yeah. ESPN. Like they didn't hold back. No, and they shouldn't. They absolutely no. shouldn't. Like well. That's what I was talking to a friend, and he was saying he also watches. If you're listening, hey Eric, um, <laughs> he also watches IndyCar, and he was telling me how awful the McLaren team were. I think they're called Arrow or something in IndyR, but it's Zach Brown because all he cares about is signing drivers, big name drivers that don't do literally. Anything. He just like collects drivers like Infinity Stones, and then doesn't yeah. care about his another good reference. Cars. You're welcome. <laughs> that was good. You got the Darth Vader one, and you got the Infinity Stones. Oh my gosh! You're welcome. Um, be on streamer season. <laughs> no. <laughs> um. Anything else you wanted to? That was all I really wanted to recap from the race. I don't think there was that really anything else besides Fernando no, my, my, taking it away. My biggest rant was about Piastri because. It, to me, Poor it's kid. just it was so stupid, so stupid, yeah, and can be avoided so easily, so but, easily. But uh, well, yeah. and I guess we could. I mean, out of all the rookies, Logan Sargent was the best. Yeah, um, which is good. I mean, which is a really good sign for for Williams. Um, he didn't end in the points, but he twelfth, like twelfth. I mean, DeVries was sixteenth. So yeah. I mean, that's if I'm Williams. I am thrilled with the yeah. day of Alvin getting points in 10th and Sergeant in 12th, because from there you're, you're hopefully yes. only going up from there, you know? And whatever, I mean, sorry, one other thing, what happened to Haas? Hulkenberg was killing it. He made it to Q3. Uh, and then just yeah. like, I think I mean, he just didn't the, have the, the pace. The pace. Yeah. He looked like he had the pace during. I mean, compared to, Compared to Red Bull and Aston Martin, like that's a big, yeah. yeah like that, those are big competitors in in Q three, you know. But true, 
Yeah, maybe he just didn't have the pace. I didn't hear anything like specific. I didn't don't think anything like crazy went wrong. I just yeah. think he might have fallen back. But it happens. When you see a I mean, Haas in Q3, you get a little surprised. <laughs> that's a win. That's a win. That is a win. I yes. really, you know what? I really think my favorite team right now, Ferrari. Haas. Second favorite team, Haas. Haas. I think okay. that's I think that's my list. You want me to get you a shirt with Guther Steiner's face on it? Yes, yes, please. <laughs> you want a shirt like this with Guther? Yes, on yes, it? yes, please. Um, <laughs> okay. And, uh, and then on the that. back is like the dash cam picture from him and Ma- Matteo. Whatever that, I don't know. Oh yes, 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 yes. In in the opening of Drive to Survive. Yes, or that's when he says in Drive to Survive season one, we're a bunch of. Fucking legends, whatever oh, he yes. says. <laughs> That's even better. That is even better. I'll make you one. Yes. Um. <laughs> all right. Quick, quick, quick preview because obviously we'll have an episode next week where we yeah, decided we'll now we're going to talk about our theoretical Philadelphia Grand Prix. Um, <laughs> coming with a map and all. <laughs> I'll have to draw it out now. Yeah, I'll have to draw it out. We've talked about it before, so we've we have talked about. Um, uh, maybe I'll do a different one from you now, just to like. Change it up. Change it up, yeah. Um, I still think we have to stick with. I still think Boathouse Row would be iconic for a paddock. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, but yes, then next week we'll talk more about the uh, Jetta Grand Prix, which is St. Patrick's Day weekend, um, with a lovely race time of one p.m. So I'm very excited. About That's that fantastic. Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's really nice. Um, because last week apparently I just. Lost my time frame and said that we were going to Australia next when no, we're not going to Australia. We're not going to Australia next. <laughs> no. You should probably double check um, that before we start recording these. Yeah, now I will. Like, we are absolutely sure that next race is in Jeddah. In Jeddah. Um, but yes, so Jeddah, aka Saudi Arabia Grand Prix. But yes. Um, other than that, anything else? No. Looking forward to next week to discuss. Our fictional Grand Prix. <laughs> so we have best episode. I'm so excited. Um, <laughs> all right. Thank you uh, for listening today to the F1 Underground Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to follow us on Instagram at Underground F1 and on Twitter at Underground underscore F1. Um, huge thank you again to Kyle and the guys over at Underground Sports Philadelphia for helping us make the show happen. Um, go give that show a follow as well. And we'll see you next time. Get ready Peace. for our Philadelphia Grand Prix. <laughs> Lights out and away we go!